0: Lahlbergs, that's our word, brought to you by BitCotton cotton Film, music by 3chainlinks.com. And uh, we haven't done a whole well, show in all of February yet, so uh, we need to do another flag. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But um, so we're going to be talking a lot about Star Wars today, or at least a little bit about Star Wars today. Um, we're going to be doing the uh, the Finn and BB-8 uh, <laughs> flaggatory flags. So go check those out. And you can actually have them printed out. Someone actually bought... A um a Rocking Mr. E flag, the one that I made for Rocking Mr. E the other day. <laughs> or not the other <laughs> day, it was a few days ago. And um Yeah, someone actually bought it and I thought that was interesting. Um so yeah. So who am I who am I hanging out with today? I didn't mention I, that.
1: No, yeah, it's Nick. I'm Nick Hazleton. Okay. You want to plug your website real quick? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I run the anarcho yakitalism podcast. Mm-hmm. And you can find that at an yak dot com. That's a n dash Okay,
0: so uh, we were actually planning on doing a Star Wars episode for a while, but everything just kept get- scheduling kept getting <laughs> messed up. Uh, most of it was my fault because it was I told you like, oh yeah, let's do it at six o'clock, and then sleep through my alarm <laughs> and I'd wake up like two hours <laughs> later. Like, no, I got to get ready for work. I'm sorry, um, yeah. but we got it working today. And by 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 a weird coincidence, this actually is a miracle because I, I actually flaked out on because I was like, I I'm gonna take a nap. And then I couldn't sleep and I was like, Yeah, I'll just wake up and drink coffee. And then you started hitting me up and I was like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I meant to do that. I meant to do you know, of course. I didn't I didn't miss a beat. What am I talking about? So uh but we wanted to talk about Star Wars. So we're like what, two months late on this? <laughs> but uh yeah, yeah, a bit late. Okay. <laughs> Um, I really wanted to talk to Matt about this, but Matt's been super busy lately. He says he's not so busy lately, so maybe we can bring him back. But uh, I'd rather talk about it with you first. Uh, How big are you of a Star Wars fan?
1: Um, I'm probably more of a Star Wars fan than most people, but I know that there are many, many Star Wars nerds that have a vast amount of knowledge beyond mine. I wouldn't say that I'm like a fanatic Mm-hmm. Or even that into Star Wars, but I do enjoy it, and I do know a little bit more than the average sheeple.
0: <laughs> sheeple. Um, <laughs> what about the prequels? What are your stances
1: on the prequels? Um, I enjoyed them as a little kid, but I I do think that the uh, original trilogy uh, is better. Okay, just just because it's it's classic. Have you watched them recently? Um, I have not watched them recently, actually. The probably the most recent, uh, other than the newest one would have been the uh original trilogy, one of the random ones. Probably, okay. I don't know which one was the last one I watched.
0: Yeah. Um, my history with uh Star Wars is a little bit uh complex. Um, when I was little, I kind of liked them, I never was super big into it. Um, and it wasn't until my sister got sick that I was uh, that you know she wanted to watch the entire trilogy and I was like oh this is really fun I never actually sat and watched all of them, and uh, so that was that was interesting and then they re-re- were were re released as these special editions in the theater and I saw the first one and it just was kind of like eh whatever like you know everything kind of looked weird and I didn't remember it too well to really kind of notice all the dumb things but you know I was still a lot younger so it didn't matter but. Um, I didn't see the other two cause I just kind of didn't care. Cause once you see the the new hope and you, that you kind of like, okay, well the fanfare is over. Why are we releasing all the other movies in the theaters again? <laughs> um, but it, I guess it was just trying to get people to, uh, get ready for the new movies that were coming out. And I saw the first one in the theaters and I was like, that was kind of dumb. And uh, like the only thing I really liked was a pod race, which is weird because everybody, everybody else hates the pod race scene. I thought that was like the only redeeming factor. Um, and then I saw the second one. My sister was, I was like, I don't know. Is it look, this looks dumb. And then I went and saw it and I ended up walking out. And I was like, I'll just walk home because the theater was like a couple <laughs> blocks from the house at the time. And I actually that was like probably the first movie I've ever. I don't think I've ever walked out on a movie before. I think my parents walked out on a movie when there was a lot of cussing and some, some, something like that. I remember when I was younger. I don't remember what it was. I think it was some John Candy and Steve Martin movie. I probably played in and Automobiles or something. But um, getting off track. That was the first time and the only time I can ever remember walking out of a movie because it was so bad. It was the Attack of the Clones. And I, it was, I was like, I swear, if she falls for that stupid line, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm getting up and walking out with the... Uh, the sand is coarse and grainy. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and so I never watched the, I still have not watched the third when I, when I was getting ready to watch this. I, what I, what I did was I watched the uh, Mr. Plinkett reviews. Have you, are you aware of these at all? I, I've i been linking them on Facebook mm.
1: a while. I've ago. I've seen you post them, but I haven't watched any of them.
0: You have to watch it. I'll, I will put them in the show <laughs> notes and, I, and I'm not going to forget it this time because we're talking about star Wars. Of course I'm going to link it. Um, so what I did was when I was getting ready to watch this, I watched the Mister Plinkett reviews. Then I found the um, Despecialized editions, and you can find these on the torrent sites. But only only watch them if you actually have the Blu-rays, guys. Please, piracy is bad, you know. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, so I watched the, the the Despecialized edition once, and I was like, man, these are really good. I didn't realize how how bad the Specialized editions one ruined it, kind of, for me. And that was probably the first time I've seen the trilogy in probably uh what 10 years. <laughs> so I mean uh, <laughs> uh so I was I was ready to watch it then and uh I really enjoyed it. I was really uh I was really amazed. I was kind of concerned that they were kind of going to Star Trek it a little bit this with how they did with the Star Trek movie which which I liked because I didn't like the original Star Trek uh <laughs> but you know they made it more fun, but I didn't think that I was hoping that they wouldn't turn it into that, just make it you know, uh, an action porn movie. You know, was just rep- oh yeah. You know, uh, f- a little bit of fan service, but they didn't. It was good. Uh, what did you think about it?
1: Um, I yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I enjoyed it a little bit more than a couple of my buddies actually. You liked it They're more than the of- right? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> <That's just laughs>
1: okay. Yeah. So yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Okay.
0: Um. Do you want to talk about it? <laughs> we are well, doing a podcast,
1: well, sh- by the way. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So sure, yeah, I'll get to depth a little bit. Uh, there were a couple of things I didn't like. Um, I didn't really enjoy uh, the Kylo Ren killing Han Solo scene. That was like the only thing I ever oh had spoilers complain about. by the I way just,
0: spoilers. It's out, Two months man. In. Yeah. It's <laughs> out.
1: It's, you, if you haven't seen it yet, man. Yeah, you deserve getting hit with a spoiler. Yeah, that was probably the biggest moment in the movie, right? That's that's what everybody remembered afterwards, and mm-hmm. I I just didn't think that they played it out very well. I guess it wasn't um, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm being overcritical, but I I didn't really enjoy that part. But the rest of it, I thought it was it was interesting. Um, I think it fit pretty well with you know it, it kind of reminded me of the other movies. Uh, and it didn't seem like it was that far off. I think that they did a pretty good job at keeping it Star Wars-y, like, like you said. Uh, I think you said Star that. Star Wars-y. About, yeah. You, you, well, you didn't say Star Warsy, but you can. Kind
0: of <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but, but keeping so, in the, the original trilogy, that's what it did. It didn't, right. it didn't draw anything from the prequels. And I, and I have a feeling that J.J. Abrams agrees, but he won't admit it publicly, that the prequels are terrible. Huh because <laughs> he didn't include anything from that at all. No Maddy Clorins, no uh, no uh wacky side character, nothing like that. So, um yeah, but and it, but yeah, the whole JJ J. Abrams thing people get annoyed with Star Trek because you expect going into Star Trek to have them do political talks and talk about like pressing social issues just Like taking a future, future, like uh, look at it from a different standpoint. Like instead of, you know, being racist, it's about aliens. Um, They never, you know, that's what people go to Star Trek to see, not flying through space and blowing things up, (laughs) you know, kind of action. (laughs) Yeah. But um, I don't know if that that kind of attitude would have translated over. It's fine for Star Wars because Star Wars is kind of action packed, whereas Star Trek isn't. But I didn't. I didn't know how much if he was going to overdo it, and he didn't. I thought it was great. So, um, mm-hmm. but um, but there's been a lot of talk about this. Like, lots of people hate this movie, and <laughs> it's it's not for yeah. any rational reason at all. It's not. Um,
1: well, yeah. I can say I didn't really dig the that they brought back the whole Star Wars. Or no, I mean that's sorry, sorry. This the the Star Destroyer thing, the the Death Star. Mm. Um, Which I get, it it had came back a couple times in the original trilogy, right? Where they, I think they they destroyed once and then they rebuilt it.
0: Or they were rebuilding it. Rebuilding it. It wasn't done yet.
1: Yeah, they they didn't finish it. And so I didn't really think that that was very clever. I mean, it's just the same thing over and over again. Which isn't terrible. But I also didn't really like the very clear uh, fascist uh, rally they had there. Like, that was just like, that's that's Nazi Germany. Like, he didn't even hide it. <laughs> I think that's why the alt-right why I didn't hated like that. it, though.
2: I
0: think that's really...
1: That's <laughs> I probably know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, how dare
0: they? But, um, so, yeah, the, the, the whole... It's just a rehashing of A New Hope. Actually, it's not. Uh It's actually going through all of the films, all the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. They were kind of retelling the story. And I don't think it was... they did it because there was a lack of creativity. What I think it was, was it was saying, Hey, we know the last three Star Wars movies that came out, you got really burned, really burned on how bad they were, how, uh, how they, how they just almost ignored what made everything great about the originals and just turned it into a a marketing opportunity to sell toys. And it was, it made everybody mad, especially because it was George Lucas, the guy who, you know, thought up a Star Wars, He didn't make it we yeah, I'll have Matt talk about that. <laughs> he probably knows more about it, but, um, yeah, for sure. you know, he came up with the idea. He's directed the film and it was so bad. The editing people decided we're going to fix this movie and screw you, Lucas. And they fixed it through editing, like a really good editing thing. And then the other films he didn't direct, he just basically kind of wrote the, I guess he was a writer or something like that. He was a producer. Um, it's always a good idea not to let George Lucas direct anything. I don't think he's ever directed anything good. Um, now that I think about it, THX was overrated. American Graffiti was boring. Um, he didn't do Indiana. He just wrote them, right? <laughs> so
1: I-, I don't know about yeah. that.
0: But I think what they were doing was they were trying to show that, hey, we can be true to the original s- trilogy. Don't worry. And then now we're going to tell a, a wholly new story from here on out. And I think... This is my prediction, that um that Ray, which is one of the lead characters, right? There's there's mm-hmm. kind of two lead characters to this. There's Finn, uh, who is F N numbers, uh, who's a stormtrooper who left, right? That mm-hmm. was an interesting thing because I had like we always kinda of wondered what was going on with um, you know, stormtroopers behind the masks, you know. Right. But um and then you have Ray, which is kind of like the girl that was stranded. I think that she's going to be uh uh, Darth Vader reincarnated. That's my prediction. Mm. She's gonna, or at least the mm. one, right? Sure, right. So that's my prediction. And there's a bunch of there's like the Star Wars theory that's going around that kind of says the same thing. But I kind of was had like an inkling when she picked up that thing and she had all those flashbacks. I was like, okay, so she definitely was in the camp. <laughs> we know that yeah. she's definitely one of the Jedi's being trained. But no one else picked up on that. Like at least the people that hated it. Did not pick up on anything like that, um, because the alt right has been going absolutely crazy. One, they've been claiming that she's a that she's a Mary Sue for for false reasons. Um, I mean, she does do some interesting things, like she fixed the the uh, the Millennium Falcon, right? She fixes the Millennium mm-hmm. Falcon, and um, you know better than Han could, and Han's had it his whole life. Uh, she she fought all these people in one. He was able to use a force. But there was a good reason why, and they kind of showed that when they did the flashback scene. She had the flashbacks of all the things that happened. Was that because you know of her memories, or because she touched the sword that was actually Darth Vader's or Anakin's sword, right? Originally, because that was the the one that fell out of the ship, right?
1: Yeah, I believe so. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I didn't. So. I didn't. Okay.
0: Okay. Uh yeah. so I don't I don't want to get too deep into it but I th- I think that's the thing. Sure. But the the problem that that the alt right is having is uh one there's a black male character uh that you know <laughs> terrible. Um the the protagonist <laughs> is a female and there's a white ball <laughs> uh android called BB-8 which is kind of like the R2D2 character but I think he's he's much more mm-hmm. fun. People yeah. are saying that that is crypto cuck propaganda.
1: <laughs> Could you not? Because the white. How do you find these people? I've never heard any of these. <laughs> pay to me. All right. I guess. Okay. It's just yeah. crazy.
0: It's awesome. And I've I've seen him referred to as the little white cuck ball, which made me laugh. It's <laughs> the most absurd thing ever. Uh, Finn is the bull character, which is interesting because they didn't actually have any kind of relationship. She didn't want anything to do with him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but she also didn't really. Um, she wasn't trying to have sex with the Paul either, but that's a – whatever. Uh, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, they, they also – th- the, the fascist scenes, they were upset about, um, you know, how how dare they say, you know, it's the dark side, right? You know, we're, we're fashy boys. How dare you? <laughs> um, Oh, that she was a uber-feminist. And the reason why she was an uber-feminist was because she didn't hold Finn's hand. Yeah. That was it. That's that's the reason why. That's the reason why. Because she's a strong, independent woman who don't need no man. <sighs> that means feminism, I guess.
1: Now, <laughs> this. Oh my! I don't even. I, how I don't, I don't even care. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's. But what's great about all these alt-right reviews?
0: And there was like some guy. I think his name's H Bomb on uh, YouTube. I'll try to remember to put a link in. there. I don't say I am going to do something. I am just going to try to do something. Uh, he pointed out that all of these alt writers who are reviewing this movie can't even remember the characters' names. <laughs> they can't do it. Like Red Pill Philosophy called Finn the uh, the uh, black uh, lip smack character who uh, is like the lead lead character. Um, Arini said, like, he called him uh, Mace Dindu because he didn't remember his name. He, he said he had to Google his name <laughs> after he saw the movie.
1: Mace <laughs> I Dindu. Don't, I don't even know what to say to that. I, I
0: know, right? <laughs> like, I have, I have a little bit of a problem sometimes. I'll, I, I'm bad with names in real life, so I'm kind of bad with names in movies. But though, mm-hmm. those were easy to, for, for me to, to grasp a hold of. Um, it's usually when I don't care about the movie that I really have a big problem not remembering names. But even still, it's like, come on, man. If you're going to critique a movie, at least like know things about the movie, like, I don't know, names of the two main characters. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can see, if, like okay, you want to call him Rilo Ken, right? I can get that. I I can understand that, like you messed up his name
1: or something. But the
0: main two characters, come on, man. (laughs) Come on, man.
1: Yeah, all you have to do is look up on Wikipedia the title of the movie, and it'll show you the lead characters and and even who played them, I believe. Yeah. And they're so unoriginal, by the way. They all call
0: it The Farce Awakens. Like, they all think that's so clever. Like, oh, The (laughs) Foss, The Foss, The Farce Awakens. No, it was clever the first time. It was clever the first time. (laughs) But if this is the third or fourth time, you're like, come on, guys. Think of something new.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's just crazy. (laughs) I need to pay attention to more of these people. That's that's funny. Yeah.
0: Um, There's not too much libertarian themes in this thing, though, so we can't really kind of go down into that. I know, like... Michael Dean's probably cringing right now, like, ugh. you're not talking mm-hmm. about libertarianism on a libertarian podcast, ugh. <laughs> that, that first
1: ugh, you just made sounded exactly like him, yeah. that was perfect.
0: <laughs> I know he was getting kind of upset when I was doing my uh, my review of uh, The Happening, which by the way, have you seen that yet, The Happening?
1: No. You, okay,
0: put that no, on I your haven't. Netflix, I don't think it's on Netflix, but put it on your queue of something. Uh-huh. You're gonna love okay. it. It's a it's a terrible movie, but it's it's one of those terrible movies that it's <laughs> it's hilarious because it's so bad. And it's a damn night show on <laughs> movie. But uh either way. Um so yeah, there's no real libertarian themes with that. Except for like the alt-right things, we can talk about some of that. Um I just don't understand this kind of mentality that like, oh, because there's a black character and uh, a female character, that therefore this is some sort of like propaganda, like equality propaganda multicultural propaganda. What is with it? I don't understand this. Why is it? It's just because it's a black character, right? Is that what it is? Am I missing something here?
1: (laughs) I mean, yeah, I can't understand why they would be upset because I don't get anything uh, like that from the movie. Yeah. There's a black and a female that they're two lead characters, right? But no, that doesn't mean that it's propaganda. (laughs) and uh if that's what they're going to take an issue with you know it kind of that's that's just going to show that yeah you guys are you guys are totally bigoted like that's just it like you're defeating yourself <laughs> with that like try and find some substance if you're going to argue a point
0: yeah and there's but, no africans
1: in that galaxy right because there's no africa
0: so i mean there, there's something yeah. there's something else that's going on here that you know when it comes to like the races in star wars movies because they they can't really be what we would describe as you know the same races—they're probably not even technically human. Um, I guess I don't know. I guess there's some some Star Wars nerds like oh, actually, in one of the the, uh, the uh, expanded universe books, it says you're human and explains the origins of all the races. I don't care. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's it. And they never really pressed on any of these these themes. Like they never was there was never like an instance where there was like an instance of racism. Like where someone was like, "Oh, that guy is, has a darker skin or something." Bah. There was none of that. It was like no one just no one cared. It, that was not an issue, you know, because everybody else you know were, had like arms growing out of their heads. <laughs> I mean, like so. Yeah. Why, right. Why would a little bit of a darker skin matter? Um. But yeah. So. <sighs> I don't understand this. I don't understand the alt right's obsession with this movie <laughs> or this, this obsessive hate <laughs> with this movie.
1: Uh. Yeah, yeah, that not I, I maybe cuz it's popular, they found something they need to latch yeah. onto and hopefully people will see the reviews or something and be convinced. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, no, I don't I don't understand where. And then you had and why news they have news trying to trying
0: to make the case that it's it's secretly a story oh, about all the terrible things that are happening in in, uh, the Did he Nordic come out with, with the truth about Star Wars videos? Yes, and it's the worst thing in the universe. <laughs> it is the worst <laughs> thing. Like I, I think I said this on the last show, is that uh, it actually got uh, to Sauce, uh, Matt, one of the other Lulberts, to actually go onto his page and wish him cancer, which I think was immediately um, <laughs> he was banned because I couldn't find that comment afterwards. So Yeah, probably. Yeah, it was infuriating. <laughs> it was really hard. I, I, I didn't even finish it. I think I had like a couple minutes. left. I just like, I can't do it anymore. I can't do this anymore. It's just so bad. Like everything was, of course, child abuse. Um, everything was about, you know, Oh, this is, <laughs> this is a false. What is it? He uh, said it was, it was a feminist story of female empowerment. That really wasn't about female empowerment, but it wasn't because, you know, Molly was in the back of the, the theater on most of this stuff. um, All right, this is hurting my face. Uh. <laughs> so I guess we could just move on because, just, just, okay. So the movie is good. We can both agree it's, it could have been better, right? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. But this is this is definitely a return to the original trilogies. It's no more prequels, mm-hmm. no more Jar Jars, no more.
2: Yes.
0: Uh, <laughs> you know, look acting. No, no fake love scenes that are totally unbelievable. Oh, your skin is not like the sand. <laughs> Um, (laughs) you know but you know it's kind of a rehashing of of the original movies the same story you know father son things uh, death in the families uh, whatever blowing up a death star same thing so yeah moving along what do you think about this election that's going on right now i don't know if you're aware of this but there's an election going on um (laughs) really yeah (laughs) And I have been following this thing like crazy. It has been the most interesting election election season I've ever ever seen. Um, yeah. So what it, it what is. is- what is your take sure, on
1: Sure, yeah. I, I followed it pretty closely in the beginning when, when the uh, primary elections first started and with the first and uh, maybe the second couple of debates. Mostly Republicans, because I just find the Republicans funny. The Democrats, I just don't find as entertaining. Oh, yeah. I just kind of look at them and like, oh, no, you actually believe that. But the Republicans, you know, I just feel like I can laugh at them. I will say but, this. Uh, no. I will say
0: this about the Democrats. The first debate was actually good because you actually had... Someone on there who had like a little a brain in his head, maybe a small one, but it was a brain in their head. That was Jim Webb. The he he was like everybody was like, "Oh yeah, I got an F from an NRA." Oh yeah, I got a D minus. Oh, pff, you're, you're, you're ter-. then you must be pro gun because oh, you only got a D minus. But everyone was <laughs> bragging about their NRA record. But Jim Webb was like, "Oh yeah, you know it's easy to to say you're anti gun while you're you know walking around with all these uh, bodyguards with guns." <laughs> so, like, and he was—he's—he was he's, he's pro Second <laughs> Amendment. The guy was basically almost conservative in the Democratic Party, and I thought that was interesting to see him. Like, yeah, that's what throw I kind of from him. Yeah, throw like a little bit of logic at him. Um, you know, Republican logic, but yeah, um, yeah. some's better than
1: none, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> sorry to interrupt. I'm sorry to interrupt. I yeah, just, no problem. Okay. Uh, <laughs> So I think it's been interesting. I mean it's uh Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump make it kind of exciting, right? Uh it's kind of Bernie disappointing Sanders to see a, that a lot of Bernie Sanders is
0: exciting. Huh? Bernie Sanders is really exciting. Well,
1: so I don't think he's exciting, but a lot of kids think okay. he, like he is. A lot of kids my age are really excited about Bernie Sanders. Luckily, none of my really close friends are uh really into politics. They're all pretty apathetic. So and, and they're all pretty much conservative if, if they even cared. But it it does make it interesting because he's this, quote-unquote, outsider, right? People are really excited to see that he's in there. It's kind of disappointing to see that he took Ron Paul's kind of movement away because I've seen so many kids who were really excited about Ron Paul now switch over to Bernie Sanders. I'm like, are you guys idiots? (laughs) Do you know how different their message is? And the only thing that they really have in common is that they're uh, trying to do things you know, grassroots sort of but that I think it's going to be an interesting election I haven't been following it much in the last uh, few months but uh, I'm I'm kind of just excited to see where it goes I don't really care who wins and what happens but I, I'm ready to see what shit show happens yeah. I, the only thing well, I we don't really don't care her, about
0: do we? no we can cuss all you want but just if you, if okay, you do yeah, cuss yeah. then I, I'll start cussing and you can't put it on your your website <laughs> Uh, That's right. oh, I'll, yeah i'll I'll just it's too it late then. now. too late now the, we already opened Pandora's yeah. box we can cuss now, uh, you just, don't, mm, just yeah. don't just don't tell anyone, you know, like, oh yeah, I didn't do a podcast this morning, mom <laughs> 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 but you know i I did get you to say wet back on a show, so I know was that, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but there's actually just one candidate I really don't want to win, and that is Donald Trump, everybody like either really hates the guy or really loves the guy, I'm definitely on the hate side but. It's I actually liked him at first because I thought he didn't have a chance. Mm-hmm. And anybody with a brain yeah, would have <laughs> thought that this guy should not be anywhere near Washington, D.C., let alone in the White House. <laughs> like this guy is an absolute, <laughs> he's a crony uh, and he's also just insane. Um, I don't think he's stupid, but he definitely talks like he is. He may. I think he may have had a couple of strokes that we don't know about. Uh, hmm cuz some of the things he says is just outrageous. Uh but um but yeah, he's definitely sort of fashy and he's definitely blowing a lot of fashy uh, dog whistles. Um especially uh, kind of with with the whole like uh Rubio and Cruz being Hispanic, he's always kind of questioning their eligibility, which I don't understand with Rubio cuz the dude was born in America. Uh uh but okay, um <laughs> Uh, what else is even blowing? Um, there, there was one thing where uh, it's probably not a really dog whistle, but um, he actually was giving children helicopter rides, and I thought that was interesting, <laughs> and I hope that wasn't a dog whistle, Um there was a video, and I was—I just looked it up on. I was like, "Oh, Donald Trump helicopter," because I was going to make a funny joke, and I was wondering if there actually was. And there was. There was actually a video of him giving a speech at some—I uh, think it was the Iowa Fair or something—and he—he was like, he brought some kids on his uh, his private helicopter for a helicopter ride, and he was really bragging. Like, oh, we're going to give these kids a helicopter ride, and I was like. Going back to Pinochet again—is that what this is? Like, am I missing something? We're going to start picking up commies and throwing them in the the, the ocean again, um, which is tempting. But it's, I hope not. <laughs> I really hope not. That's not where we're going to go. Um, yeah, but the, the the guy has like some like, I mean, positions that I don't think any of these people actually understand that he supports. Like he he wants universal health care. Uh, the dude's a, a major crony. Um, if you go back and you look at his history, he's he's always been like using the state and eminent domain to shut uh, people down, um, and courts have have ruled against him, saying like, no, this is not a valid use for eminent domain. Um, <sighs> uh, what else does this guy support? Uh, he supports planning of fun, uh, uh further funding of Planned Parenthood, which I'm sure the alt right people <laughs> love if they even woke up and realized yeah. what, what he wants, but. Uh, and and for most of his life, he's been a Democrat. He just, he just recently had a problem with Obama because he didn't think he was born in America. And we all, we also forgot about that—that that this guy's a, a an Obama birther, right? You remember when he was like, <laughs> offering to give like millions of dollars? Yeah, I to don't ch- remember that. You don't? Oh my goodness, that was that was amazing. It was like one of the one of the more popular YouTube videos at <laughs> the time. And he was like, frankly, I'm going to give. A uh, five million dollars to whatever charity Barack Obama wants if he just shows his long term birth certificate or his documents where he went to school or anything and and frankly frankly I don't think I don't think he's American Frank used to do that all the time but that kind of uh, just went to the wayside I don't know why anybody's been asking him about that that would have been an interesting question during the debates Do you still think Barack Obama was born in Kenya?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Man I I, I would. I don't get how he is still I think you would not be in uh, you might want to say any that again. Sort of yeah, election.
0: you were broken up a little bit you might want to say that Oh
1: again. I dropped out sorry No I yeah I don't understand how this guy is still running like, I don't get how people are so fascinated with him because I mean I can I can kind of understand why people like him but I don't get how the media is not slamming him as, Oh they did you know, with all this stuff i mean well they do to an extent but like how does this not like turn people away and why don't they yeah focus on some of these other things he's done like especially I, I think they did start doing this recently or maybe i mean recently within the last few months uh they did go after him about being uh a democrat for most of his life and some <laughs> of the things that he said about the republican party yeah which are just hilarious but no i don't i don't like the guy either i don't think that uh yeah, I don't care who's president. I don't care who wins, right? I it's going to hell no matter what. I think he might speed it up a little bit more. I don't really know. I don't think that he can really function as a president. Like I don't think that guy is going to be uh able to do things that most of these politicians with connections can do. I mean, he's rich and yeah, he knows people around the world. He likes Putin, but no, I don't I don't think that this guy's going to be a good uh president. I don't I mean, as an anarchist, right? I'm. Um, I i do not care. I just don't care. But it, yeah, the guy's interesting. It's kind of funny. I love the last, the, the last debate. I caught uh, a little bit of it. Uh, he went off on uh, George Bush, and Jeb Bush was trying to defend him. And Jeb Bush is like, he, my brother kept this country safe. And Donald Trump's like, not 9 on nine eleven happened
0: on your on his watch. It did. <laughs> I was, yeah, did that's I argue did. with that. <laughs>
1: that's- which is, well, that was just awesome. I could not believe he said that. Yeah. I could not believe it. That's See, just, here's, the, here's the thing. It's it true, but I don't think you can it's really lay,
0: lay the blame on solely on the on the executive branch, right? That's that's a full scale government failure. <laughs> it's just not just one person uh-huh. that did it, right? So there's, but um, I mean, yeah, it's it's true. Uh, government sucks. Sucks at what it does. If it's there to protect people, it failed. Great. But um, you know, it's it's not like it's it's totally Bush's fault, right? Uh, or Bush is the only one to blame? I think there's been like a terrorist attack probably in every administration. I mean, right before Clinton went out, there was a, an attack on a uh, on a ship, right? It was the, one of the uh, naval ships. Was it the Cole? I forget the name of it. I, I'm not going to Google it. It was it was about. definitely a terrorist know. attack right before he left. And uh, so yeah, but like the only thing a re- re- well. reason I care about because I don't really care because. Sort of true, but I' just wondering like how how Republicans who are usually like, Oh, like how dare you say something like that in any other time, but when Trump says it it 's like, oh yeah, it's true, oh yeah, that's true <laughs> Like, is that what it took? It just took a guy with bad hair to <laughs> to, to, to say it as as defensively as possible because i mean i've had i 've had bad hair, and I 've said this many a times i don't understand why no one listened to me then. Maybe it's because it's the $9 billion I lack. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Yeah. But Rand dropped out pretty quick. Uh, I don't understand why yeah. Carson is still here. I think Lulberts is kind of like the same way. It. Right? The Lulberts is the same way. It's like the podcast. who just won't make it. And we just still keep trying. We <laughs> still We still try. We still try. <laughs> We're gonna talk about Star Wars. <laughs> Look at me, I'm, I'm relevant. Right? Oh, two months ago. Never mind.
1: Um, Mulbert's the Ben Carson of liberty, <laughs> right?
0: No, I hope not. I, that was just a clever joke. I thought. I just hope that's not
1: true. Um,
0: well, I guess I guess it's so now. Cause now that I'm not going to Pork Fest, right? So if we're not going to Pork Fist, we're not. Relevant that's right. Anymore. So
1: I know it,
0: but. Uh, yeah, just, I don't this just Kasich, who cares? Uh, <laughs> ben ben yeah, Carson nice. is is kind of funny, only because he talks like this. And I just want everyone Dude, to know. I love how we talk. I think we should all just get along and hold hands and sing Kumbaya. I don't, uh, just say this first. Uh, Kumbaya, my lord. <laughs> like, I just can't wait for him to start doing <laughs> something like that.
2: <laughs>
0: and Trump would be like, yeah, they. I think it's and it's it's adorable. It's frankly it's it's great, but you know, frankly he's black. I don't. Want, <laughs> you can't deny that. You can't deny no. But um, so you're you're still traveling back to
1: to Pork Fest, right? That's right. I'm about uh, well I'm well, I'm I'm not out of Oregon yet, but uh, I did forget to pack snacks. Uh. Um. <laughs> so I've hit a little bit of a of a, a rough patch I've been uh trying to hold off on
0: uh made, just watering yak. should have made yak jerky. You should have made yak
1: jerky. Oh jeez. <sighs> yep. <laughs> but then you wouldn't have I could been out still there. make yak jerky, but then then I won't have a yak.
0: Yeah. That's that's kind of the conundrum. <laughs> <laughs> But, hey, you know, if you get, things get hairy, you know, if you, you don't have to have a Donner party moment. You can just eat your yak and take the next train. <laughs> just stay along the rail lines. That's You'll right. be all right. All right. <laughs> so I'm probably I'm, I'm probably uh, I'm about 90 percent sure I'm not going. Um just, Damn. I can't. I, I just don't understand why they have it in Lancaster. I don't understand why they have it in Lancaster. There's no airports around. There's no trains that go there. Um you're just kind of like, okay, you're at, you're at Manchester now. You have to drive for two hours. It means you got I got to rent a car or take a Greyhound, which uh, I don't want to take a Greyhound ever in my life. Ride with somebody else, <sighs> carpool. But but here's the thing: <laughs> like, sure it's going to cost. Did. It costs like what? Twice as much for a ticket to fly into Manchester than it is anywhere else. If we fly into Boston yeah. or New York, it's like four hundred bucks. You you fly into Manchester. It's like eight hundred bucks. <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness, are you kidding me?
1: Uh, um, but yeah, you can, but there, you can there save are about going like two 200- Boston, right? Hmm? I'm sure there are people pe- driving up from around Boston. I'm sure there are. Yeah, get one of those fiend fans to take you on a ride.
0: Yeah, I should probably have like a fiend funding. Just like if you really want me to go and do a Lulberts episode, hashtag please donate <laughs> and put like a comment in there. Like, don't spend this on you know booze and hookers like you normally do, Jim. You have to spend this going to Porkfest. Uh, and if not, return it. Uh, <laughs> I can't do that, but, man. I, I there, There's a part of me that wants to go, and there's a part of me that doesn't. Because every, every there's, there's people who tell me, like, oh, it's fun, you should go, there's lots of things to do, there's people to meet, you're going to meet people that you know you want to meet, like Kinsella. Uh, you know you want to meet... Uh, you know, Molyneux, right? No, he's not going to show up. Uh, no, no, no. You know, but uh, you know, you know, you meet all these these people. You can meet a lot of the other fiend fans are going to be there. I think you are going to be there, and Chandler is going to be there, and uh-huh. Jim and Steve uh, and Miller Miller is going to be there. We're going to record like Lulbert's episodes there. I don't but but then I hear things like yeah, but everybody's a 911 truther, and their kids will crap on your on your uh, your campsite, and because they're free range kids and stuff. So it's like I don't know. Mm. I'm hearing conflicting things about whether or not I should go. Um, at the same yeah, time, it's inconvenient. I was feeling now. this.
1: Yeah, I was feeling the same way. I, when I was first considering going, cause I, I was thinking about it earlier, um, or I guess later last year in 20, 2015 when I was deciding where to go. And I was like, dude, I don't, cause I, I'm, I'm pretty introverted. I really don't like hanging out with people, especially people I don't know. Like I, I know a lot of people like I know you guys, I'd be able to hang out with you guys pretty well, but like I don't want to <laughs> talk to these, all these different people that much. But I decided I gotta go because I am gonna get the free. Well, we might. I don't know if, if we're the fiends are are gonna be able to get tickets or not. But I I gotta go because I said I am gonna yeah. do it, and I gotta do it at least once. Because if not, then everybody's gonna bug you about it, right? Yeah. Like, oh Nick, when are you gonna come to Pork Fest? Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but, but no, next, I am kind of excited bit, about it because it'll be fun. Yeah, next year I
0: am I am probably more likely gonna go. It's possible I still could go. It's still possible. I didn't, haven't completely ruled it out. I didn't mention to Michael that I wasn't going, so he may have had my ticket shredded, but um, <laughs> I, could, I could probably just make that happen again. Probably no problem. But uh, yeah, but I don't know. I, I'm, I'm really conflicted at the same time. It's, like it's, it's just a headache getting out there. Why couldn't they have it just closer to Manchester? I don't know. Probably because they know the guy that runs it will allow people to take shrooms and stuff. So who knows? Um, yeah. But – and then where am I going to sleep? Like I'm going to bring a tent on the plane. Uh, <laughs> <like> I'm going <laughs> to rent a tent. I don't know. Anyone else going to stay there? I, I could drive, but then it's going to be like I'm going to be sleeping in my car. Uh, so I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. And, and I love doing long road trips. That, that's not the issue for me. I have absolutely no problem driving to New Hampshire. I I – Anytime my parents want to fly me out to Kansas to go visit them, I'm like, "No, I'll drive," just because I love the drive, um, <laughs> going through all those little small towns and stuff. And mm-hmm. you either take that way, or you can, or you can go to Amarillo and get the steak at the big Texas Steakhouse where they have Ooh. the 72 ounce steak for free if you can eat it all, which uh, I can't do. Yeah, but uh, there's, there's all kinds of stuff, fun stuff on the side of the road. You know, I got like a butterfly knife in one of the states because it was legal there. Oh, I, I don't have it. Oh, I don't yeah. think I have it now. No, I def- I don't think I have it in Nevada. Oh, no. I lost it in a boating accident? Clearly or something. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I love taking road trips. So that's a, that's a possibility. But it's going to be during summer when gas prices are going to go back up.
1: Yeah.
0: Gas prices are fine that's now. True. If it was going to happen today in the snow, I'd probably go.
2: Because <laughs> <thinking>? uh-huh.
0: <laughs> gas is like, what, a dollar something? eighty five last time I... Che- no, $1.83. By my nearest gas station.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's about two bucks here. Yeah. It's like uh, ninety something I think. I don't remember.
0: Yeah, but you know, during the summer, it's going to go back up. And there, there's lots of reasons to speculate that it's still going to be cheaper than it was last summer, but still, it's going to be a lot. Yeah. And it's a long it'll, drive. It'll, it'll raise. Yeah. But I definitely... I, I've, you know, there's a lot of New York handicaps... And a lot of them want to meet me, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, it's they're in New York. So, yeah, they <laughs> and you know me. in New York. Your
1: least favorite place in the world, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah.
0: But I do want to try the pizzas, just so I can tell them. Yeah, it does suck here too. I'm oh, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just uh, maybe I'll go to Pork Fest. Maybe I'll go to Pork Fest. Hashtag Please Donate. I guess. Uh, no. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, got, talk
1: to talk to Jeremy. He's in New York. See if he'll give you a ride. I bet he's going. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't sure remember it, if he said or not.
0: Oh, that's a, that's a good idea. I should probably hit him up. Cuz I, I have the money. I have the money right now to buy the plane tickets. Back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have enough money to get a hotel room if that's what I want to do. I, I they're probably going to jack up the prices for the hotel rooms, who knows. So, I don't know. And what yeah. am I gonna, I don't have to bring anything at least audio wise cuz they're going to have everything for the fiends, right? Right. Uh, I don't know. I think we're using Free Talk Live stuff. I think everybody's using Free Talk Live stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much everybody. So we basically have to find a way to fit in. Um but uh oh yeah, With if we do go to Pork 000. Fest, we're going to we're going to do podcasts, and we're only going to talk about Pork Fest, right? We're not going to talk about anything else, right?
1: Yeah, nothing else. Yeah, nothing, nothing else. else.
0: Nothing else. We're yeah, so if you donate, we're going to do not no, actually no. I better not say that part. But uh, if we do go, definitely we're going to talk <laughs> about Pork Fest. Definitely at Pork Fest, right? All right. so <laughs> that out of the way. Um, speaking of speaking of fraud, um, <laughs> speaking of fraud, uh, I want to. Uh, I was going to do something really interesting as far as like merchandise because I've been looking for an idea for doing for merchandise for for lolbirds, but I don't want to do the typical. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have the Zazzle store, whatever. I don't want to do the typical, right. like, oh, I'm going to get some T-shirts made or something. You know, like, you want a dazzle shirt on demand, whatever. You know, stickers I can do, but they're, they're kind of expensive. And, you know, who really drives around with bumper stickers anymore except lunatics? Um, I could do buttons. <laughs> That's That was one thing that I was thinking about. That's definitely still something I'm considering. But everybody has buttons. Like, a lot of people have buttons, especially another show that we have buttons. Uh, another show the The other idea was to have bottle cap magnets, you know. Bottle ca- I actually had bottle caps made, and they would say Lulberts, and you could actually put them places. Um, so that's definitely on the thing. But what I, what what I really wanted to do was there was I don't know if you remember these. Do you remember? The- oh, I, I better not say the name because I'm going to call it a scam. But there were these bands that had uh, that supposedly had like these holograms. that gave you balance and power. Have you remember these things at all? <laughs>
1: I don't remember them, but I saw when you, you posted Okay. Them.
0: So, there, yeah, there's these wristbands. But, uh, yeah, they I had, had no little, idea they existed. Yeah, they had a little hologram. And they were basically kind of on this old uh, scam uh, that existed for a while where you basically get people to you know do balancing tricks where they put your arm out and then they press down on your arm and you fall over really easy. But once you have it, then, they can, uh, you, know, then you can withstand a bunch of them. It. But it's really just kind of like an ideomotor effect where you're pressing down one way. On their arm, but when you give them the band you're you 're pressing more down, and when you press more down you 're like going at a different angle, so your body can actually withstand it mm. and They had like all these different tests to kind of show like oh you have more balance and more flexibility with this band um, and they were uh, sued all over the place in Australia and the United States, uh, some big like sports names were wearing them for a while. And they end up turning around and suing the company for being a scam um, Bill Clinton loved the thing for, for uh-huh. <laughs> but he was a big fan of these things but um, they kind of died out like most people aren't wearing them anymore, but you can find lots of places on in China where they still make these things, and I was looking into getting them made, and they want so much money they either they either want like you to have make a thousand of them, which i don't we don't have the market for that um or you mm-hmm. you can make uh uh, like a like a small amount, but then you have to pay for a whole bunch of things like molds and extra money for for this and extra money for that, and extra money for this and and they don 't tell you all that up front as you 're going along and say, Okay, I really like that, then they go, oh by the way it 's going to be like one hundred and ninety for the holograms what yeah oh oh by the way it 's going <laughs> if you want two colors it 's another one hundred dollars what they keep doing that and it 's like there's it 's an inherent scam, <laughs> so I mean like the scam is also in China too, so it 's like f- screw it. I don't want anything to do with it. But the idea was to have a BIPCOT no-government license uh, for humans. So you're basically, instead of giving you better balance or power, it protects you from the state. Um, that was going to be the uh, the, the scam <laughs> that we were going to run for a while. It was We were going to tell you up front it was a scam, but that's out of the question. Um, but I am getting some slip mats made for vinyl, <laughs> which I don't think anybody can get. So I've got like 20 of them. But they're BIPCOT no-government license uh slip mats for 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 djs and stuff or i i have a slip mat on mine even though it's not a dj vinyl record but they glow in the dark they glow in the Sweet. dark yeah
1: but oh, yeah cool.
0: I, i'm still looking for a good thing so if anybody has some great ideas that'd be that'd be fantastic um yeah the power balance bands
1: they're they're out of the question even though i think they're the coolest thing <laughs> <laughs> we gotta come up with something for pork fest do, do you know yeah. in the gang no, yeah, I love those guys. They're they're pretty funny. Who who's puking uh, the gang? We got we got a. Oh, you oh you don't know? Oh, I think no, gonna be I serious, know, but no, so, a lot of people probably don't know. So <laughs> we
0: no, are doing yeah, a podcast, no, right, by the way. Right. We're
1: not just hanging out. <laughs> no, I forgot. Now, <laughs> yeah, puking the Gang no. is a is a uh, comedy show. Uh, they're they're out in New Hampshire. There's like three of them: puke, uh, Andrew, and Nick. I don't remember. I, I listen actually f- fairly often. But uh it's uh, the one thing that they did at by Porkfest, they they put uh uh toilet plungers in all the stalls. So we gotta come up with something. We gotta start some beef with them and uh do something at Porkfest that out does does them and whatever they come up with this year. So they had like, like a week and claim the so they had like
0: a puke the Gang like branded um plunger? And they put yeah, that on like the I
1: don't know if what they did exactly.
0: Yep. Okay, so we'd have to do something. So similar. now we
1: gotta okay. outdo them. All
0: right, uh-huh. and I know that there was a. So uh, we can
1: take their place as a the. And I'm not giving show.
0: twenty dollars to anti-war yet, Michael. Um, but uh, someone <laughs> we we're posting around flyers of uh, Chris Cantwell wanted um,
1: posters for Chris Cantwell. Oh, we can we can we talk about him on this show? I'd rather not. Or is it was that deal? I mean, I'm Here's just asking, like, is the, is the deal ha- apply to the Lulberts or does – No,
0: the deal doesn't apply. Uh, he, I think he wants to okay. extend
1: it out just to everything,
0: all the Lul, uh, all, all uh, Lulberts, all the fiends do, to not talk about Cantwell. But what's the point in talking about Cantwell? The guy is not relevant. And, like, if you look at his Twitter account, he's got, like, no followers. And you know that he's probably bought a few. He bought me – or maybe one of his flunkies did, but someone got a, got really upset about what we said on The Fiends about him buying fake Twitter, Twitter followers, that someone bought me like 20,000 uh, fake followers on Twitter, and you can't do anything about it. You can't get rid of them. You can't block them. There's too many. Yeah, I've asked Twitter to get rid of them. They won't touch it. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't really don't know. I tried blocking <laughs> them all, but they just come in faster than you can possibly block them.
1: Um, and it, it messes up your like algorithms, right? So not like I don't know what exactly I heard somebody say that, but what does that mean? I this, this is
0: I mean it's kind of true for YouTube. So if YouTube, if you buy like um, subscribers on YouTube, and those subscribers aren't actively watching your channel or rating or voting or whatever, YouTube understands that okay something's wrong here, and they don't propagate your channel. They understand that it's fake. With Whether or not that happens with Twitter, mm. I don't know. Michael has, has also suffered the same attack because it was me and Michael. I think he said Angela Keaton had the same thing happen to her. Um, but he says that he gets less retweets and stuff now after that happened. I have not experienced that same thing. I've, I've noticed it's pretty consistent with me. So I don't know. But it's possible. Weird. That was my theory, at least. Uh, I don't. And he, he seems to say that it's true. But I don't know. Maybe it's just a placebo effect. Like some, some wristbands <laughs> that I'm aware of. Um, so I don't know. But, yeah, now I have 20,000 sub- followers. They're all fake. And so anytime anyone does a, uh, a, a thing on it or a Twitter audit, they're going to see that most of these are all fake, which is fine because in my tagline, I just said, okay, well, if Cantwell's flunkies are going to buy me uh, Twitter followers, I'll put in there, Cantwell's flunkies put tw- <laughs> bought me Twitter followers. So that way it's not like I, you know, it's, it's up front. Like this is, I'm not trying to fraud anybody here by saying I'm more popular than
1: I am, i I guess I'm not, but sure, yeah. 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 That's kind of weird.
0: <sighs> so there's that. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I'm glad that we're, that we're stopping that. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just, I didn't, I didn't really have anything to say and I've, I've never, never spoken to the guy. I don't have any beef with him directly. Yeah,
0: so I'm, I'm glad that it, we're he's, he's a quit. loser. He's a loser. He lives in New Hampshire. No one cares about him. Um, he he, yeah. he has sock puppets that make him make it seem like he people care about him. And the people <laughs> that that actually do care about him now usually aren't libertarians. Most of them aren't. You get a couple of them that haven't really figured out he's not a libertarian anymore. But that's about it. Most of them are alt right people. Uh, even Free Talk Live kind of pointed out that um, he's not a libertarian anymore because they even told, he even told them personally that he's a conservative now. So what's the point of talking mm. about him? If he's not going to be a libertarian and no one cares about him, why should we, you know? So we're, right. we're done with the cucknado stuff about Cantwell. <laughs> There's no point in me mentioning him anymore. Um, it's kind of the same with Molyneux. There was a, uh, there was a doc. Yeah. There was like this thing that came on um, Showtime and it, they took forever to make it, and I thought it was good at the time. But Carlos, I would talk to Carlos, and he kind of explained it to me why it wasn't good, and I have to agree with him. Um, Carlos Morales, yeah, Carlos Morales from uh, what is it? Uh,
1: he does the uh, Libertarian Atheist podcast,
0: yeah. But there was the, the CPS book that he wrote because he's a he was a he was in the CPS. Oh yeah, Child Protective
1: Services, Child pro- the Case Against Child Protective Services, yeah, and, I think is what it's called,
0: yeah, something like that. Good stuff, by the way, um but he was the one mm-hmm. that kind of told well not told me directly. He said it on a podcast that there was a documentary on Showtime that was coming out about Molyneux, and I guess they interviewed a bunch of people, including Colleen, you know bigger than both of me, uh, a bunch of other people, and they only ended up choosing disillusioned from uh, uh f d r liberated They chose her story, and they kind of made it into like a lifetime thing now me. And us we we're watching it we we're gonna enjoy it because we know what Molyneux said. we've seen what he said, like we've seen the True Shibs videos where he's talking about this stuff, whereas they don't show it on the on the uh, on the video at all. They just kind of give like this kind of sappy story about a girl who left her parents and and that like at first, I liked it because I understood like, what Molyneux said, so it seemed fine, but I didn't realize like not everybody knows this about Molyneux, <laughs> so it kind of seems like okay, right. it seems. You know, there's, there's, um, they don't really explain things very well. Uh, but you can go watch it if you, if you want to see it. It's, dar- I think it's the fifth episode of the first season of, of Darknet. Um, okay. Yeah. And the, the other one they had, they had some lady who, she said that she was sensitive to, um, cell phone signals and Wi Fi. And so she moved out in the middle of nowhere. Mm. Yeah. It seems like she was just really, at the end of the day, just a hypochondriac. But, uh, but either way, yeah, um, yeah, so I, I you know then now that I'm really thinking about it, it just wasn't good, um, but I originally I liked it, so I don't know, so but, yeah, what I was saying about hmm. molyneux I love getting when I get distracted, what's the point of talking about Molyneux anymore because <laughs> he's not really he's like no one in the libertarian circles will talk to him anymore, I mean he has to get on he only talks to people like uh Bill Whittle and what's her name, Phyllis Shafley. all these neocons uh all these alt right people all these race realist people i don't do libertarians really care about the guy anymore
1: um well a lot of people still reference him because you know he was very influential in many libertarians you know journey mm-hmm. um but no i don't think anybody really references his new work anything uh even in like the last year
0: it yeah seemed, but no i don't think libertarians don't so. care that much anymore yeah but libertarians not yeah. so much <sighs> so i don't know
1: but should... i hear i like i i hear his name mentioned all the time just because i i listen to a lot of school sucks and brett you know brings up molyneux quite a bit in passing you know he just says yeah i i stephan molyneux said this way back in the day or something like that i don't but that seems to be where I hear it mostly from. It's from uh, uh, just people bringing up his past work. Which was good. So he's Some still being talked about. Sort of good. But he's he's losing it.
0: Yeah, sort of good. But yeah, I never
1: I never watched it. You didn't? Oh, yeah, I see. With, with uh-uh. Molyneux, like, um, I had already
0: been in ANCAP by the time I heard about Molyneux. And I had been in ANCAP for about a year or so. He showed up on Free Talk Live and there was like some this is when i still ran the uh or i don't think i was running it i think it was just before it was before i ran it and someone else was running it uh the gimme liberty bar in second life and um remember when that was a thing mm-hmm. uh, but uh yeah the, the and then like the, they used to play free talk live there and there was someone that showed up and was like oh molyneux is going to be here and i was like who the heck is this molyneux guy <laughs> and then i was like oh this is interesting and I never, and then I tried getting into the forums, or at least reading the forums. Like before I joined, I was like, "No, oh, we, this is this is Caripo." Uh, but so I only just stick to the YouTube hmm. stuff. But uh, I, yeah, but and then it was a while where I bought into UPB, <laughs> but that was about it. That was it. Oh. That probably that probably took a couple of weeks for, or not a couple of weeks, but a couple of months, and I was like, "Oh, this is dumb." But, yeah, just, and it, just Molyneux has just always been kind of was that. I never saw the Colin shows up until recently, and that's when I was like, oh, this guy's a cult leader. <laughs> when I started watching the Colin stuff, but, yeah, who, who cares? You know, fuck Molyneux. Fuck Cantwell. We're, that's the last time we should ever talk about him. I can't stop Steve Miller Miller yeah. from doing whatever, but <laughs> he's going to do his own thing, and if he makes a funny joke, then we'll, I'll take it, but. Yeah, I'm kind of over it. But there's, what's the, there's no point in talking about these people anymore.
1: Yeah. Which I probably agree.
0: just turned off most of my audience now because they didn't know me as the guy who talks shit on Molyneux and can't roll on, <laughs> right? <laughs> but yeah, who cares? Yeah. now? But now we have new people like Neil J. Shulman. I'm so good at that now. I'm <laughs> saying his name wrong. Uh,
2: <laughs> but yeah.
1: Have we got that. Somebody right? recommended... Uh, somebody recommended alongside night to me recently, Who you know, it's somebody who is in the Liberty movement, but is not really connected to, I recommend it to uh, you. Well, yeah. So, so I, I, I have no idea. Like, I don't even know what the movie's about. I've only seen like you talk about whatever the guy's name is. Shulman. And, you know.
0: No, he talks about me. I respond. That's it. <laughs> well, I, I don't, I don't right. really ever bring him up. <laughs> unless, unless I'm making a joke on my podcast, but, uh, yeah i don't yeah it just he just says something and i have to say something back
1: um but (laughs) some of those exchanges are just funny he called you a narc that was great (laughs) yeah yeah i'm a narc
0: uh and that's why i don't show my face by the way i only do youtube hangouts Uh with my camera on but i don't show my face but yeah um <laughs> no, I definitely recommend it alongside Night. If if you haven't seen it, you have to watch it. It's an it's an AnCap movie. Uh, it's just okay. it's, it's just a mess. <laughs> if you if you like watching things like <laughs> Troll Two, or The Room, or Birdemic, or Garbage pill Kids, or The Happening, then you'll love this. Especially since it's anar- anarcho capitalist themed The Room, pretty much.
1: <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I've never heard of any things you just said except Garbage Pail Kids. I've never seen it. And uh, The Happening, which you just mentioned mm. recently. So that's <laughs> – yeah, I have no idea what any of those are. Troll 2 is probably I'll, I'll try of, it. I'll put yeah. it on my list. Troll 2,
0: The Happening, Birdemic, The Room. Those are all great movies because they're so bad. And Alongside Night is good too. But the first time you – like I, I, I kind of – have ever I, I know you probably not you're probably not familiar with this, but there's a drink that's really popular in the Northeast, Boston, Maine, that sort of area called Moxie. Are you familiar with this drink?
1: Mm-mm. Okay, so there's not, this not is, at all.
0: It's basically kind of like the Dr Pepper of the Northeast, um, of the Eastern Seaboard. Uh, <laughs> they uh, it's it's basically kind of like Dr Pepper, but it it's, most people think it's foul. Um, if you they, they say that you're supposed to take three drinks and by the third drink you like it. But the first three drinks, you'll hate it. <laughs> it's kind of like that. You watch it the first time, you're like, that's terrible. But you have to watch it again.
2: <laughs> you're like, oh, that was terrible. I never <laughs> want to see
0: it again. Play it again. Um, yeah, you have you, it. When I, when I first watched it, I was like, this is awful. I don't ever want to watch it again. The second time, I was like, ah, why am I watching this again? This is great. Oh, yeah, I'm taking notes for, a, for a review. And then by, by the time you're editing it, you're just laughing at everything. <laughs> you just you find everything funny. Everything becomes an inside joke to yourself. But, uh, but yeah, I, you know, I, I drove a lot of attention to his movie. I'm sure the guy made a bit of money from Amazon Prime Views. I'm sure someone has bought the DVD Blu-ray combo pack, which I am trying to do without get, you know, getting him to find out where I live. I don't want his fat ass showing up at my door. Uh, but, but, yeah, that's – yeah, it's good. I highly recommend. Ten out of
1: ten. All right, nice. so is
0: there anything else you wanted to talk about? Do you want to talk about Bernie um, Sanders –
1: uh, no, I've said pretty much everything i want to say about bernie sanders i'm I'm working on some stuff uh I'm slowly making some like a series about Bernie Sanders and his platform but i i yeah no, I don't have anything else that i want to say mm. i don't I don't want to get started if if I keep going I'm gonna say the same stuff I said earlier but <laughs>
0: I think we actually did a podcast about that didn't we? about Bernie Sanders and his platform. We did it with we tried to do it with no Trump, we did Donald like, Trump. We, I think we did Sanders. No, no, that was that was Matt. Sorry, no, I did. yeah, Matt, yeah. Matt, and I did it. Um, yeah, Trump. There was nothing there. We had like he had like four things he wanted to talk about. And that was it.
1: I know. <laughs> originally, it was but just Bernie. Actually, has stuff up there. Yeah, Bernie has like twenty points, but for like each section of his platform. Yeah.
0: Still working on a way to f- tell my parents to respond to my annoying parents question of how they're going to pay for all that but yeah so I guess we should wrap it up. Do you want to plug uh, your website again?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right. Uh, I run the Anarcho Yakitalist podcast and you can find uh, my website at an-yak.com. That's com, and you can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Podomatic and the Liberty Radio Network.
0: Oh yeah, you're on LRN now, huh?
1: yeah i've been on there for a little while but yeah i'm jealous we should i've brought I, in some okay. good people
0: I, I know that yeah I you would,
1: gotta start doing it weekly i
0: uh, so that's the rule it has to be weekly now or I think mm-hmm. to be well regular.
1: yeah six as months you consecutive don't. yeah i think you have do i don't maybe there's like a like a monthly podcast feed yeah. i don't know but I don't have you to try to get on to it. End. I
0: know that once once I have enough or meet the criteria, Michael Dean will automatically do it. <laughs> that's the way he is. Yeah, he'll just <laughs> so, do it for yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're on LRN now. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Coming soon, to LRN. The Lulberts, that's our one. So, so, yeah. All right. Good talk but to you. Thank you. of
1: Liberty. Thanks for having me on. Yeah.
0: Oh, dude, we we're, were recording the whole time. Just joking.
1: What? <laughs> oh, are,
2: you me? are you sick of government lackeys who say you didn't build that? Are you tired of elitists like Barack Obama and Al Gore taking credit for the web while trying to take over the web? Are you disgusted by experts whose concept of the internet is that it's a series of tubes? Take back the free market of computing by encouraging software developers to adopt the BIPCOT no gov license. The BIPCOT no-gov license allows any use or modification except by governments. Go to BIPCOT.org. That's Bravo, India, Papa, Charlie, Oscar, Tango.org. For some reason in this country, in the most of the Western world, it's okay to just dodge. Hey, this is Michael Dean from the Freedom Fiends Radio Show. Computer programmer Derek Slopey and I have created Fiend Phone. I'm using Fiend Phone right now to talk with and record one of my co-hosts in real time. Take it, Davi. Hey, this is Davi Barker, and I'm a thousand miles away from Michael, but we sound like we're in the same room. We sure do, Davi. So Davi, please tell the nice people more about Fiendphone. Fiendphone is free, no-gov
0: software that opens up a global world of possibilities for collaborative, high-quality, remote voice
2: media production, and I'm digging it. People can try Fiendphone right now at Fiendphone.com, but we're also raising money to vastly improve Fiendphone and vastly improve independent talk media worldwide.
0: So go to fiendphone.com to help out. Who will build the audio roads? We will,
2: with your help. That's fiendphone.com. F-E-E-N-P-H-O-N-E dot com. Foxtrot, Echo, Echo, November, phone, dot com. Fiendphone. I never knew remote audio could be this good.